everyone. Welcome to the show. It's another great edition of Bring It In The House. I'm your host, Millie Mills, and this is the show that spotlights musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And of course, we have a great leader in the house tonight. I mean, I have to give a warm, warm introduction on this, this gentleman because you are the reason. You're one of the few um, radio personalities that influenced me to become you know, a radio DJ, along with some of the others, Walt Baby Love, Sheila Hall, Casey Kasem, Herb the K. But Craig was right in the Arkansas area. That's what makes this so special. Let's give a warm welcome to journalist, news personality, Craig O'Neill. Don't get up. Don't get up. Don't. Honestly, don't get up. No, don't. don't. I don't deserve it. <laughs> Craig, you are amazing. I'm I'm serious, man. You are amazing. You were the first radio personality I heard do a prank call. I never heard of a prank call until you you did it around in the I guess early '80s. Well, the very actually the very first prank call was in 1978. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, it's it's known Millie really as. Uh, reaching for anything you can do to try and get people to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it's it's getting listeners in the worst way, playing pranks on other people. And then just between you and me, uh -huh. it got to be addictive. Uh, yeah. I I got to the point where I that's how I started thinking about, oh, what kind of what kind of prank can I pull on the governor today? <laughs> but prank you. The trouble is, and this is what happened to me in my career, caller ID. If I ever meet that guy that invented caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those, it was a great thing, but then it could it could get you in yeah. trouble at the same time. So did <laughs> me in. You're right. And it, yeah. it it bordered on getting me in trouble in years past. In fact, it bordered on getting me in trouble in 1979. That's the worst trouble I almost got in. Have you got time mm -hmm. to hear that story? Yeah, we got time, Craig. Oh, listen. In 1979, I called the University of Texas two days before Arkansas was to play Texas on national TV. And I called as the football helmet company saying we were going to have to recall their helmets because they were shattering on impact and injuring players. And the guy at the University of Texas says, well, what are we supposed to do with helmets? What do we, how we play? We're about, we're going to be on national TV in two days. And I said, well, can't you borrow some from another school? <laughs> like SMU? <laughs> well, anyway, the point being, it was, it was a fun prank telephone call, but here's where I got into trouble. The helmet company heard about the prank and called all the sporting goods stores in Little Rock and surrounding area to see if the prank had affected sales. And if it had, they were going to take me to court. Oh, Never. Yeah. No, it did not. Fortunately, I had a good friend, a neighbor, yeah. in fact, who had a sporting goods store, Jay Rogers, who told mm -hmm. the representative of the helmet company, oh, no, it isn't hurt sales. If anything, it's helped sales. Boom. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. So they they couldn't touch you. Right. Uh, and by <laughs> the way, this story is just between me and you. This is not to be shared. Oh, wait a minute. 
We're already sharing. <laughs> Everybody watching cannot go out and tell that story. <laughs> the kids don't no, no go tell that story. Craig, you still have your great sense of humor, man. But I used to love it. You pulled it out of me. I didn't mean to go there. <laughs> well, you know, with a person, you know, with you and your talents and, and all your charisma, it's just hard not to. You know, Craig, the first time I heard you on air, I believe was at KKYK around 1982. Yep. I was there then. Mm -hmm. And that I said, I said, that's, oh, that's what I want to do. <laughs> oh, oh. See, this is what happened to me. Same thing happened to you, happened to me, except my person was Johnny Carson. Okay. And Johnny okay. was my inspiration. Mm -hmm. My parents divorced in the early 60s, and so I was had the self-esteem of a roach. <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> I made it up just for your show. I don't think it's past this show, but nonetheless, I felt pretty well. Back in the early 60s when parents divorced that was scandal not mm, yeah it was it was yeah. so to um to make myself feel better i would stay up late and watch johnny carson he was so funny he dressed yeah. he was so suave and debonair he had on beautiful women on the show he could make them laugh he had the audience on his side and i went that's what i want to do <laughs> yes, that's what you want to do. And but you I, did it. <laughs> I, and I got a chance to talk to Johnny Carson in person, not in person, but on the telephone. Excuse me. I talked to Johnny Carson on the telephone. They roasted me in 1988. And one of the board members made it possible for me to talk to Johnny Carson for 10 minutes at the roast. And it was a 10 minutes I'll never forget. And people that were there, said, gosh, you talk to him like he was your next door neighbor or something. I'm going, yeah, I watched him every day. He was 14, so yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, you probably felt like you knew him, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that's the mark of a great broadcaster. That's and so true. Yeah, that's, now, that's, that's how I always feel about you. When I see you, I said, that's my boy. I know him. There you go. I love you for that. Now, I'm going to share another story with you, and everybody's got to be quiet about this. Okay. This is two things now you cannot share with anybody that's only been heard on this show. I read a book about Johnny Carson years and years later, written by his lawyer. Come to find out, Johnny Carson was a jerk. He was married four times. He was terrible to his wives, to his kids. And on the day he died, no one in the family no one was near him. He died alone in the hospital. And I thought after I read that, you know, all those years I wanted to be Johnny Carson. As a man who's been married for 51 years and has two children and two grandchildren, maybe Johnny Carson wanted to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, Craig, congratulations. Look at look at your beautiful <laughs> wife. You're so good. Wow. That's her. That's my wife. My lovely wife. Yeah. She's an artist. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that goes to show Craig Nolan. Your yeah. <laughs> you're kind of breaking up, I guess, the connection because you're outside, uh -oh. maybe. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Is it breaking uh -oh. up? 
There we go. You came back on me. I lost you there for a sec. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Blame it. Blame it. Blame it on North Little Rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are so funny. I know your wife never has a dull day because you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, <look. laughs> well, this year. Most of the things you said the most to me over 10 years is, are you going to tell that joke again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're amazing. So now, Craig, let's go back a little bit. You you attended Little Rock High School, correct? Are you from originally Rock, from Little Rock? Rock Central School, born and raised in Rock Central, ladies and gentlemen. My family's from born. A lot of people give me credit for more came from little rock arkansas my family i lived in warren from birth years of age to little rock when i was seven and mm -hmm. the only time was central arkansas was when i was at asu picking up a woman is this working is this working Okay, there you go. There you go. You left for a se second. We heard something about um, ASU. Yep. That's where you graduated from, right? You uh, attended uh, Arkansas State University. And your screen is frozen. And we lost Craig. Oh, no. Craig O'Neill is, man, you guys just got to know, he's just one of the best radio personalities that I ever heard and uh, always been a big fan. I hope we can get him back on the studio. There he is. He's coming back now. I was got now Wi-Fi. We've got a Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah it might be. Is that better? There you go. That is better. To, yeah, you're going to have to edit around this. I hope you can edit around it. Yeah. We, we can edit a little bit there. Yeah, we can. So I just wanted to share with uh, the audience one of your, um, you know, we was at YouTube and I found one of the clips where they were talking about you and all your success, some of your, your peers. So let's let's take a look at that and let the people see who Craig O'Neill is. Yay! We know Craig O'Neill around here as a beloved character developed over the years on the radio, long before he started doing sports reports here on THV 11. And you can count him among four radio legends of the Arkansas airwaves, up there with Bob Robbins, Broadway Joe, and Tommy Smith. In a couple of weeks, those legends will share a stage and swap stories to raise money for the Central Arkansas Library System. Another familiar voice, Danny Joe Crawford, will moderate and we caught up with him for a preview. I was thinking of the play on uh, the Kings of Comedy, you know, where they had, the, you know, the four legendary, you know, comedians do the Kings of Comedy. And I was like, man, let's do, you know, an intimate evening with, you know, these four radio legends, these four icons that's never shared the stage before, except for the photo shoots. I guess, you know, they have shared the stage, but they've never been together, you know, on one stage and to talk about the history of Arkansas broadcasting. Crawford will have his hands full containing that quartet to a couple of hours. By his count, Bob Robbins, Broadway Joe Booker, outlaw Tommy Smith, and our own Craig O'Neill have a total of 200 years entertaining listeners on a handful of Little Rock radio stations. I mean, these guys have been in Arkansas radio, you know, for so many decades. I mean, the stories that can be told, it's just fantastic. 
Anything involving Craig will bring up his famous prank calls, those crazy without-a-net over-the-phone tricks on the University of Texas band or a nice lady waiting on the cable guy. His name is uh, Craig O'Neill. Well, I will tell you right now, your viewers will, if they attend this event, they will get the hidden truth about the LaShonda Reed, which is the most infamous prank call of all time. This was live. And I mean, the fact that the woman did not say things that you cannot say on television is just amazing. We did play it safe there with what she said back then, but this whole thing promises to be fun. Saturday night, March the 5th at the Cal's Ron Robinson Theater. That's at the library, not the Robinson Center. Big difference in seating. And that means this will sell out fast. A $100 donation reserves a seat, and it's all tax deductible for Cal's. And of course, reading and literacy, literacy very close to Craig's heart as well. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, oh, that Craig. Was a great That's night too. Yes. Yes. I was talking about radio and their careers in the past and got a big dose of Arkansas history. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Craig, so how, how long you've been in, in this field of radio broadcasting? Since day one, baby. I the only the only job two jobs I had, well, three jobs I had. Uh, we're all before the age of 18 and beginning at age 18, I started working in radio. I was in radio for 31 years and now in television for 22. Woo! Yeah. Actually, it'd be 22 at the end of this year. It'd be 22 years in TV. Phenomenal. And like, I've only just started. <laughs> I know you. Well, I'll tell you why it feels like I've only just started. It's because of shows like yours, because it's oh. so new. The technology is so different now yeah. that it feels like starting all over again. Crazy. That's true, Craig. You know, we have to stay um, relevant. Um, the technology helps us, you know, if, if you, like you say, to keep up, to stay relevant, you have to learn the new skills and it's amazing because this is new for me as well. I've had the podcast show for two years now, and I, I give it back to you guys. It's because of you guys that I'm able to do this. So. Right. And yeah. I, I love it that you're involved in the creative process because that's what going you. That's why you look up and you go, wow, it's been 53 years since I started. And the reason it seems like it went like that is because of the creative process. Every day is a challenge to come up with something new and creative to reflect society and to make yourself or keep yourself prominent or relevant. Yes. And that daily challenge and the time flies. It flies. You look up and you've done 30, 40, 50 years in the business, yeah? Okay, so what, two years? Yeah. It does it. We yeah, we, we've already gone by two years working on three now. So, yeah, time goes really fast. Yeah. Now, Craig, you did something that's that's a little different from some of the other um, personalities. You hold like a distinct record for being the only disc jockey to ever host a dance at the White House. Oh, I love you for bringing that up because it's one of my favorite <laughs> highlights to talk about. And we had 
we we were friends with the Clintons, but we were mostly friends with friends of the Clintons. So when the Clintons go, when he gets elected and they go to the White House, one of our closest friends worked in the White House and they had a surprise party for Hillary. And she asked me to come up and be the DJ for Hillary. And there were a lot of Arkansas people working in the White House at that time. And we did the dance at the White House. And it was fantastic. And I don't know if you remember, Millie, but back in the, you may be too young, I don't know. But back in the 90s, there was a commercial for cereal, The Dancing Raisins. Do you remember the dance? They would yeah, dance. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Through the grapevine. When I did dances, I'd get people out on the dance floor and we'd form a line and I would be at mm -hmm. the front of the line and everybody would be behind me. We'd snake our way around the dance floor. We did it at the White House. We played <laughs> Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye Yay. and did the dancing raisins at the White House. And get this, Millie, mm -hmm. I'm at the front of the line. Bill's right behind me. Hillary's right behind him. Then you've got Al Gore and Tipper, his wife, and the rest of the cabinet. And we danced through the White House, weaving in and out of those historic mm -hmm. rooms. In that weird, and get this, the song Heard It Through the Grapevine is three minutes and 35 seconds long. Mm -hmm. I was got frozen a little bit there did we did you lose me there you go you came back here we go and you were snaking through the white house and that's kind of where some of it ended there i think i was the leader of the leader of the free world <laughs> Not many people can say that. <laughs> no, no, that's that's rare. <laughs> and when, that's pretty rare. Here's the thing: when I was done, and we're we're packing up after doing the dance, two butlers came up to me that had been there forever at the White House, and they said, one of them put his arm around me and said, "Man, all the parties we've seen, this is the best one we have ever seen." And I went, "Oh yeah." Wow. Wow. But then again, remember when Barack was president, Lin-Manuel Miranda came in and debuted Hamilton. So my honor only lasted about 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you held the record for a long time. <laughs> I held it years till Lin-Manuel Miranda came in and did Hamilton for Barack. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yes. There's your next guest. Get Lin-Manuel Miranda on this show. Okay. I'll, that's what I'm going to work on. You just gave me some homework. <laughs> Craig, not only do you have a beautiful smile and, and that beautiful personality, but you also have a, a giving heart and you've done a lot of great work in the community. I mean, Easter seals, cystic fibrosis, um, multiple sclerosis, Arkansas Art Center. Yeah. In, just to name a few, man. Can you kind of just tell us about your role? Because you're, well, I see you as a true philanthropist. So can you well, tell us? It come, it comes from saying yes. yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And 
oh, they really love me. They're asking me to host their event. Well, that's partially true, too, and they need it. And Four, excuse up. me, nine, over nine books, over 9,000. You got me? Yes. Over, over 9,000 events and $40 million raised for nonprofits over 52 Woo. years. Man. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, what, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Can you do the Elvis voice? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I, I can't do Elvis but, oh, well. oh you did it though that was good that was pretty good yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah that that is amazing that record is woo. what yeah. can you tell new uh, the new generation the new kids who are trying to get into this field what can you tell them Craig how can they how can they get in well, I think you're the inspiration, and I think you're showing young people what to do. It used to be when I graduated college back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, you would graduate college and hope that someone would hire you, and you would go looking for a good job. Well, now you don't go looking for a job. You create a job. That's true. You, yes. Using your phone and the technology at home to grow an audience to get attention from a larger conglomerate. And the next thing you know, you're an influencer and you're taking off. But you create that job. You don't go looking for it. And my advice is tap into your life and your own creativity and your own personal energy and create that job. How about you're that? You're right. That's, yeah, that's really good advice. That's so good. That's rich. That is rich. Now, currently, all, Craig, we're all rich. We all are rich. Are in rich. Our, it's just a matter of showing it and displaying it in a way that is new and fresh. That's that's true. That's true. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like a source that you tap into. It's there, but you don't. Yep. Sometimes you don't realize it's is there. You are yep. amongst richness, wealth, greatness. And it's all here for us. <laughs> what hey, I was about to say, you right now you're currently you're an anchor on THV eleven, correct? There's no end to it. There is no bottom to <laughs> there's no okay. bottom to it, but there is a trouble net. <laughs> right. Okay. I kind of missed some of that because of the connection. The connection was a little choppy, so what? I missed some of it. Well, there's no limit to your creativity. There's no bottom line. Just that well is as deep as anything alive today. So have at it. You heard it from Craig O'Neill. Now, Craig, you're currently at THV 11 in Little Rock right now as yep. an anchor. Yeah, THV 11. Yeah, you're wearing the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> THV 11 Little Rock news anchor. And you're also involved with literacy for the children. Tell us a little bit about your role in that area. There we go. The oldest student. Yep. The oldest student, one of the great new books is a Diamond Book Award nominee. But uh, what, what happened to me was all these events that I did, I realized that what I was getting 
the most out of and what inspired me up the most was reading to children and using those voices that I always did on radio and uh-huh. and interpreting these stories. And, uh-huh. and ever since 2016, that's what I've done. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 2018. 2018. 2018. Wow. That's, that's great. That's four years of that. Wow. Where does your inspiration come from, Craig? You inspire so many. So where does your inspiration come from? On the reading the books, it comes mm-hmm. from the themselves. Knowing that with a story, they learn how to conduct their lives. They learn lessons that present their lives with solutions to whatever problem they may have. And my inspiration comes from them. Exactly. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So Craig, you, you've done so much in your career. You've had so much success. So what's next for you? I know you're not finished. What's next for Craig? Well, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to make sure that <laughs> I invite a guest. He's not going to be at the North Little Rock Lakewood Community Center house trying to get this show on the road. <laughs> I apologize. I, I just got uh, overbooked today with the North Little Rock Rotary Club. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. setting here, but the internet connection has been a little bit spotty, and I apologize. But what's next for me, I'm being inspired by you. It's now oh. your turn to inspire me. I want to do a podcast. You can do it. You can do it. If anybody can do it, Craig can do it. <laughs> Which you can do it. We'll talk later. Um, I can give you a few sure. pointers if you like. Oh, wow. <laughs> Listen to me. You know what? When I get it, you're going to be my first guest. Oh, well, thank you. I'd love to be on your show. And everybody here just heard it. So there. <laughs> everybody just heard it. They just heard it. Now, I forgot to mention one thing, Craig. You also, you're the voice for, for many years. You were the announcer for the uh, Arkansas Razorback Stadium, uh-huh. the games, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you go to a Razorback, thank you. If you go to a Razorback game and you hear, it's an Arkansas Razorback first down. We started that in 1998. Houston Nuts first year. 24 years ago. 24 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I got fired in 2001, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's all well, good. I, was doing, I was doing a prank about helmets. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. Craig, you know, I, I know when you're joking. Well, I, yeah. I think I know. I think I know when you're joking. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Billy, the only time I joke is when I'm awake. When you're away. <laughs> well, that's all the time, then. <laughs> uh oh. We got another problem. Wait, we got another okay. problem now. Oh, we're blowing leaves. Okay. <laughs> well, we're just we're just about up. You've been wonderful. Any shout outs you want to say hello? Shout out to any special people, or viewers, listeners. I want to do a shout out. To every second grader, not that they would be watching a podcast like this, but maybe the parents or grandparents would, that picks up a book and reads on their own without being told to do so. A shout out to you. Awesome. I like that. I like that. 
For you guys just tuned in, this is the magnificent Craig O'Neill, journalist, news personality. I first heard him in, on the radio back in the, the like early 80s, and he inspired me to get into the, the arena of radio broadcasting. And it, it all kind of started for me after hearing Craig. I went into the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff and, and majored in speech and theater. So I got to say shout out to um, you know, the homecoming game is this weekend. UAPB oh. Golden Lions. Yay. <laughs> Let me share with you one of my, the greatest moments of my life. I was the Grand Marshal of the Pine Bluff Christmas Parade, and I rode in a convertible just ahead of the UAPB Marching Lion Band when they played, uh, when they played, um, oh, what is the song by, um, oh, I can't think now, but, um, Oh, what is the song? Bruno Mars. Okay. They played Bruno. a song by Bruno Mars, and it was incredible. I got goosebumps riding in that car. They are the best band. And last year when UAPB played Arkansas Razorbacks in football, we uh -huh. knew the Razorbacks win the football game. But I told everybody, UAPB is going to kick their ass on the halftime show. And they did. And they yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. Yes, indeed. Craig, we can't thank you enough for stopping by. And you took time out of your schedule just to speak with us. So that's just, mm, I know how busy you are. We love you so much. Congratulations on all your success. All right, Millie, you're, fir you're first when I get this podcast going. You're first. Okay. I'd be honored to. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Craig O'Neill, everyone, on Bring It In The House. Woo-woo! See you next time.